And we're apparently live now. Finally. Hey, finally. Holy shit. I hate when they do this. I hate it so much. When they do what? You gotta explain. So, Exploit apparently had an update or something, and Tad problems to everything as well. My um, license for it was expired two days ago, so it renewed last night. And they still didn't get, like, authorization for some reason. So I checked my email, had to click a link, authorized. Okay, good. Oh, there's also an update. Download the update. It just basically unauthorized our Twitch channel, like, the login for Top Down Perspective for some reason. Okay. So there we go. <laughs> We're finally back. Do you, to, mm-hmm. do you have to pay for an XSplit license? Yeah, every three months it's 15 bucks. Oh, okay. I was wondering, like, what is what, how much a license costs. Yeah. Okay, so... Like sixty a year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's only for a personal one. If you want like a commercial one, because you're making money off streams, like it's a bit more expensive. Because of course it is, but it's still pennies compared to what you probably make if you're making money off streaming. So it doesn't really matter. So like, so like John probably has a commercial one. I think he uses the uh, open broadcast software, which is free. Oh, he uses a different thing? Yeah. There's a free oh, okay. streaming thing, which I was going to use as a last-ditch resort if it got to that, but this seemed to have worked. So, What makes you want to use the paid one and not the free one? Uh, well, the fact that I just have it renew automatically, basically. The free one, the problem I have specifically with it is it drops my mic like oh. just randomly when I'm live streaming. So Okay, so... This one's more stable, which I hope it would be. Yeah, because you're paying. For yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, it's it's decent until something like this happens, and you're just like scrambling to see what the hell is going on. But we got it worked out, and we are live. A lot of people, I'm sure, are in bed. New time change. My fault. Yeah. New new, new time change. New schedule yeah. that's, change. That's the that's the downside about the time change is we're losing like the East Coast. Oh yeah, right. we completely lost the yeah. East Coast. They're all in bed right now, for sure. Which normally I'd be getting like real close to going to bed. Yeah, but it's not a big deal, right? Yeah, and it's later for you as well. And you just got off work. Yeah, like so. I just I basically got off work, got home, grabbed a drink, hit the bathroom, came downstairs, and we started. <laughs> so dedicated. Yeah, dedicated. Yeah, it's like leaving one job and going to my less stressful and way better other kind of job that I don't get paid to do. Yay. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, but as people can see, yeah, John's not here. He again, second week gone. He's at, he's on his way to PAX East. Is he in Boston yet? Uh, yes, I believe he is. I believe he got there either okay. yesterday or to today's Thursday, right? Maybe today. Well, the show starts tomorrow, so I'd hope he's there by now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right, but he'll be back next week. He told us. Yep, he confirmed it. Uh, so we'll we'll have our PAX East uh, edition next week. Yep, hear all about all the games he didn't play. Yep, we and all the games that he did play came out like thirty years ago. So that's great. Yeah, but, um, and we'll hear about that because this is the top down perspective where we talk about video games. <laughs> my name. We do. My name is Paul, and with me is Sean. Yes, and it is March fifth at. A lovely midnight if you're from the East Coast. A little after, almost no, one. East, 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 East Coast, yeah, is it two hours from you? Two hours from me, so it's almost one for them if they're listening. Yeah. So God bless you, it's live almost, people. Like it's almost ten for me, so I got it easy. 
Yeah, not bad. Not bad for you at all. Like, I'm just trying to think. It's five or six in the morning if you're from the UK, so shout out to all the UK listeners out there listening live right now. I don't think we have any UK listeners. <laughs> Especially not listening live right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but if you're in the chat, make yourself known. Oh, it looks like they're already doing that. TDP after dark is the hashtag somebody threw out there. No, I, I meant, I meant like if you're in the UK, and you're in the chat, like that props. Yeah, that yeah, for but, sure. Uh, anyway, so uh, what have you uh, been playing? What have I been playing? I've, uh, I've been, you know, I've been finishing a lot of stuff this week. Okay. Um, I wrapped up uh, Majora's Mask 3D. Okay. So I write down all these time codes. How great was it? I enjoyed it. First time, first time, like playing past, like the first ten minutes of that game. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was fun. I didn't do all the masks. Definitely not. I don't even think I did half the masks. Well, maybe you got half. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Bunny Hood is where it's at. That's, sure. That's the mask. Sure. Get that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Finish that up. That was that was pretty good. Enjoyed that quite a bit. So, you know, there's a, there's a review on that if people want to look that up. <clears throat> I finished up playing, um, well, I, you know, finished. Um, I'm kind of, I'm done with Evolve. Just completely? Um, You're finished? Well, it's just, I need to move on. Like, I can't. Sure, yeah. I don't have time to, to play multiplayer games over and over. And it's not a game you can finish. So, um, yeah, that game is cool. Um, basically, it came down to, um, you know, like I said before, if you got a group of f- friends... It's going to be awesome. If you're playing by yourself, it's like playing Mario Party by yourself, which is t- not fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I I don't think the game modes are diverse enough. Um, because like you have you have Hunt, which is basically just you're fighting the other team, right? It's it's whoever kills the other team wins, mm-hmm. and then everything off of that is like Hunt plus there's also some like eggs in the environment or Hunt. Plus, maybe just protect this thing. Like, I felt like the structure of that game didn't allow for much other variance. Like, they kind of pigeonholed themselves a bit. That was kind of that was kind of my biggest issue. Um, but I thought all the characters were cool. Uh, the characters are all different quite a bit. We've talked about it before, but anyway, yeah. Review is up. I wrote that today as well. Um, I continue to play desert golfing. Do you want to check? Should we check in and see what hole I'm yes, on? Yes, definitely. Let's, let's see where I'm at for desert golfing. Oh, if anybody out there is able to load up last week's episode and find what hole he was at. I think last week I was at 60 or something like that. But if anyone, yeah, anyone in the chat who can remember where I was last week. Yeah. Now I'm on hole 256. So you've easily done at least 130 because I thought you were around 70 as well. Yeah, I've easily done at least 150. There's no way I broke 100 last time. We were right. Playing, so. For sure. Um uh, I just finished stroke 835. Oh, so man. I guess I, I'm averaging like, what would, that, what would that be like four strokes per hole? A little, a little more, a little less. Some holes are crazy. So it just gets crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, the screen is still orange. I haven't, it hasn't started changing color yet. And I'm still just under, or just over 700 holes away from getting onto the leaderboards. So that's a, that's a work in progress. <laughs> yeah. And it will be for the rest of your life. Yeah, I'll just you know just keep playing it, see see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the big game to talk about is I've been playing Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. Okay, sure. Uh, so latest latest Kirby game on the Wii U. 
Much like what was the DS one where you drew the lines? The I'm sure the chat will tell me any minute, and then I'll canvas curse. That's what it was. Canvas curse, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Kirby, Kirby, canvas curse or something like that. Anyway, rainbow curse. So you're drawing lines again so that Kirby will roll around. I I don't really like it. I'm not really having fun, <laughs> which sucks because um, the last Kirby game, Triple Deluxe. I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone, everyone in the chat is saying Canvas Curse. Yeah, there it is. Um, and I, yeah, I loved Triple Deluxe, but that was a that was like a standard Kirby game where you inhale the people and you get their powers. This is Kirby's constantly rolling, and you need to make like hand drawn ramps for him to access different areas. And there's just not enough control over Kirby. Like I feel like I'm constantly just like flailing. Pa- platforms around for him to go where i need him to go mm-hmm. um it gets worse when it's like oh there's a treasure chest up there and it's like oh crap but something's pushing me this way i gotta and I, it's i just feel like i'm always like never fully in control which is annoying um that and that's and then the other thing and i guess this is just kind of like a wii u system problem is because you have to draw on the screen and that's the only way you can interact with Kirby. You can tap him to make him go faster in the direction he's currently rolling, or you can draw a line. So, like, if you want to turn him around, you have to, like, draw a line to make him loop back or draw a ramp that he, like, can't go up so that he starts going backwards or something. Like, okay. Uh, which is, which yeah, that kind of sucks. But like I was saying, because you have to constantly be interacting with him, you know, physically with the, with the stylus, you, there's no point in ever looking at the TV. Yeah, like sure. You you can't look at the TV. You yeah, you wouldn't be able to play the game. Mm-hmm. So it's just this weird limitation of like so much for my nice big HD TV. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to the handheld, <laughs> right? Uh, which at that point, like, why didn't they just put it on the DS? <sighs> yeah, like on the the DS is similar, right? Like it's got the two screens, but because they're side by side, it's not it's not an issue. Or like on iPad now, or like, something like a tablet. Yeah, like it's just you know it's yeah, mm-hmm. a better screen I guess, but with, you know Nintendo's not gonna put it on the tablet. No, of course not. <laughs> but I just like I don't understand why they made this a Wii U game. Like the only thing you're getting out of the Wii U part of it is you get those analog sticks and you get higher definition. Well, they're not using either of them. Right. Yeah. And there is and there is multiplayer. Like a second person can just control Waddle D, which I understand they can just use a normal controller and he just jumps and interacts normally so they could look at the screen. Um, but that's, you know, I'm, I'm only one person. So that's just, that's not doing me any good. So that's just kind of a bummer. And I haven't, I don't think I've played any Wii U game mm. that so specifically made me focus on just the sty- the stylus. So I haven't, it hasn't been that apparent to me. But yeah, that's just a huge bummer to, to have. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm not I'm not really feeling it. I, you know what I will say though, and this is this is it's a small thing, but my favorite part of the game is so much like the most recent Mario games, you're trying to collect like there's three hidden coins in every level. Yep. This has like this has like five, four or five hidden chests, and inside the chests will be just random unlocks. Sometimes it's like music for the music gallery, but the best ones are when you get these figurines. And they're figurines of characters in the game, um, even different variations. So they'll be like, you can get you can you can get the Kirby figurine. You can also get like the Kirby wearing a scuba 
mask figure. <laughs> but the best thing is when you go into the figure gallery and uh, select one of them, you get a, a short little like two sentence description about that character. And they're oddly un-Nintendo like, like they're really like tongue in cheek on the nose, like really funny. Hmm. Like, like I retweeted this one that I saw uh, a week or so back. And I think the monster, the care enemy's name is like Blado or something like that. It's some kind of circle face with blades on it. Okay, that's the enemy. <laughs> okay. And it w- and the the description for this ca- for this enemy character was that he was kind of just tired and his heart wasn't in his work anymore, <laughs> and he's dreading the day where a coworker finally brings it up and has a conversation about him <laughs> with about it with him, like. What is that? What? Right? That's super funny. And it's like, when is Nintendo ever this funny? In in specifically in this way? And it hasn't and been for a long not. time, at least. Like, yeah. Okay, hang on. I'm gonna quickly grab the the thing because I want to look up a couple others because they're really good. Okay. I guess I'll just vamp for a second here. So, yeah, I don't know. Oh, look, he's back already. That wasn't too long at all get this turning on mm-hmm. but yeah that's easily my favorite part and it's such a small such a small little thing that doesn't matter like at all but um it's always delightful and it makes me like really want to find the collectibles which is which is great um i'll say the game looks good i'm just reminded everything is made of clay mm-hmm. um so that so it has a cool art style which is which is nice to see um and the game's not really that hard um, because you can kind of like you can almost block enemies just by drawing a path in the way of them. So it's not hard to do. Right. You just don't really have a lot of control of Kirby. If you use the Kirby amiibo, which is the one amiibo I have, mm-hmm. um, Kirby has this power where after you collect like enough stars, he can turn into like a bigger Kirby and just kind of blast through stuff. If you use the amiibo, you just get that like instantly from the get go. Hmm. So okay, it's it makes it easier. But I, I don't know. Someone saying in the chat, Rusty's real deal baseball. You know that was uncharacteristically funny for Nintendo as well. So good, good pull there. <laughs> oh, right, I have to tap the screen. There's no button input. Okay, come on. It also seems a bit short. Um, I'm uh I'm on world three, I think, and there's. Three stages and a boss fight in each world. I think there's only seven worlds. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so pretty short. Okay. Let me. A bit. Okay. Yeah. So here. So here's the Blado one. He looks like this. Okay. Sure. So and it says, Blado certainly looks like he's doing his job, but it's becoming more and more obvious his heart is no longer in it. Part of him wants a coworker to say something about it. The other part of him dreads that conversation. That's so good. That is so good. <laughs> um, I'm being told the amiibo is one use per day, though. I didn't know that. I only used it one time so okay. far. It was just before we started. Okay. I figured it was like once per level, but once per day. That's just, what a weird... Yeah. Like, a limita- what a weird limitation. Point? It's just weird. Yeah. Um, let me try it.
Okay, here's a good one. Okay. So this is Carpa. It's like some fish thing. Sure, yeah. Okay, here's its description. This scrappy little fish has just one goal in life, to swim straight up a waterfall. He's had that dream for a while, though. Maybe he's worried about what comes after he's reached the top of that metaphorical waterfall. <laughs> That's so weird. That's some decent writing, though, for sure. Okay, here's one more. I'll do one more. This guy's called Drill Kata. Okay. Okay. I guess all the bad guys are called Katas or something, and this is the drill version. Okay. Here's his description. This Kata comes with a drill, which he uses to, you know, drill. <laughs> he tried to drill for treasure once, but the clay was just too hard and broke his drill. Unfortunately, it did even more than that. It broke his heart. Oh, no. <laughs> Like poor drill Kata, such a delight. Like you, and in a Kirby game too, right? Yeah, yeah. This like it. It's so strange, but it's fantastic, and uh, and that's like that's the best part of the game. So it's weird. But <laughs> anyway, um, so I'll still be. I'll play that. I'll get a review going for that. Cool. Uh, sooner or later, but that's that's the majority of what I've been playing that I can talk about right now. I'll say that. So there's more coming. Okay. Cool. What about you? You have a good list? Uh, a good list? I don't know about that. Well, it's fine. So um, I started playing Trials Fusion a little bit. and Right, I saw you downloaded that. I downloaded it too. And I don't know why. Like, I guess I was just in the mood for a Trials game, and that was the next one that I haven't played yet. So it's kind of fine it's a trials game set in like space with weird different environments and stuff like that but in the end it's still a trials game i've been having some fun with it there's not really a whole lot to say about it there's still that puzzly like platforming with it so that right yeah i played a little bit of the ps4 version and i was fine with it Um, that theme song yeah have you heard that theme song from fusion fusion's the most recent one yeah yeah, because it's all it's like set in the future and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't remember yeah, it being the, as like great or dumb as the other one. Z- this it's really dumb. I gotta like, listen to it again then. Listen to it next time you're on like the like the opening menu. Just yeah, give it a listen. I can't remember what it was. I just remember it being like, oh man, this is this is something. Yeah, I, I'd have to. I'm listen glad to you're it playing again. it. I can. We're gonna have like, a score battle. Yeah, we can actually do stuff now because they patched in multiplayer. That was one of the big okay. gripes people had with that game when it came out is that there was no multiplayer functionality, but there is now. So, wait, like multiplayer, like online, in multiplayer, to just like score battle stuff because that's all I know of is like like the ghost kind of stuff. I don't know if it was that necessarily, but apparently there was no online multiplayer component at all, or something. Okay, well I know there was like the score battling stuff. Sure. So, okay. I don't know. I'm also just going off of the playstation 4 version i don't know if the pc one is different or anything yeah fair enough yeah we should play that sometime it's uh, it's more trials and i was kind of in the mood for it that's a great podcast game as well i could see that yeah just kind of hitting your head against it over and over sure yeah yeah for sure uh other than that so i played an indie platformer called black hole it came out this week i've never heard of it so It plays almost a little bit like a, I want to say Super Meat Boy, but it doesn't feel that good. It feels more like it controls like a V V V V V or something. 
like those are completely different yeah like that's how like the controls feel with like the jumping and stuff so it's a little floaty not very good not not bad but not like as tight as super meat boy and it doesn't need to be really for what you do in it it's a platforming indie game like puzzle platformer sort of thing where its gimmick is there's gravity change like little locations so when you hit them the whole room will tilt into that okay so that's why you're bringing the v v v v v yeah exactly reference in yeah but the difference is instead of like you turning the gravity so you flip up or down you can like the whole world flips so like if there's a say on the right wall there's this thing that you hit that right wall will now become the bottom of the screen sort of thing and the rest of the level will accordingly so that's kind of fine it leads to some really hard like you really hard things to wrap your head around like well i need to turn it this way but then if i do that this will come falling at me or something and some really cool puzzle design there my my biggest gripe with it probably if there's any is that i think it thinks it's more funny than it actually is like it went for a humor writing style kind of like a glados ripoff because the person the basic idea is you were on a ship, you were the coffee guy sort of thing. Like you were the f- screw up uh, on this ship and uh, your ship crashes. The sentient AI or whatever lives, of course, because it's a machine. It's not going to die. And you're the sole survivor maybe from this crash. So you go exploring this planet with it kind of like in your helmet or earphones or whatever the hell you have on. And it's talking to you. And I don't know. I guess it's just that I didn't find the writing in it very good or funny and i felt it just unoriginal because everything seems to do that now because glados was kind of like the cool thing for a bit there do you know if you know what i mean like the ai that's kind of making fun of you for being a human and just stuff like that so it has that that's probably my biggest gripe with it other than that it's a totally fine little platformer it's made by Filosoft or something Filosoft studio did they do something I would know? I don't think so, because I was trying to look them up and I couldn't find anything. But I think they're like, somebody was telling me they're from like Czechoslovakia or something. So okay. like, apparently there's an indie scene there and these people can make some decent stuff. But did you ever play the Swapper? Yes, I did. That game's awesome. Just speaking of like puzzle platformers. Yeah, it's really well done. Swapper is cool. Did you beat the Swapper? I didn't. I got to the, uh, probably the last little bit of it, and I just I I stopped because other shit came out. So <laughs> you should you should finish the Swapper. That's a cool idea. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I heard that game wasn't necessarily very long. It's just that the puzzles, like when the first time you do them, are hard. So sure, and you could always just look up a fact. Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah. Like, there was a couple puzzles where I was like, I'm just going to look up a video of this. I'm so dumb. That game's cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. Black Hole's okay. Uh, I don't know if I would pay the 15 Like, I don't know if I could recommend the $15 price tag for it necessarily from what I played of it. But if you're a person that likes a puzzle platformer, this is one of those. And if you really like them, I don't see... Like, it's good enough at what it tries to do. So... Okay. I'm not huge into them unless they have something else going on. Like with Swapper specifically, I really like the aesthetic and the atmosphere and the feel yeah. of everything, including the really well done puzzle mechanics as well. Yeah. But this feels kind of like a like I I don't want to use it in a derogatory sense. It feels like an indie game, like an indie puzzler. <laughs> 
So it okay. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever that means. Um, yeah. The last game I played was a remastered PC version of an iOS game. <laughs> right. I actually own this on iOS. I haven't played it. I remember Nathan was okay into it. I think he liked it. Okay. I could see how it might be better uh, on iOS. But anyways, I'm talking about Republic Remastered or Republic if you have it on iOS because obviously that was right. the first one. They wouldn't remaster it. <laughs> And wasn't it episodic on iOS? It is episodic still. So right now, episodes one to three are available with four and five coming out. And four and five apparently aren't even out on iOS yet, which is why it's not the full thing yet. So oh, okay. they're still working on it. But from what I played, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, it's kind of a stealth action type game where you are taking control of somebody helping a girl trying to get out of this kind of like 1984 school situation she's in but the only way you direct her around is by jumping around from camera to camera like there's cameras everywhere so you were watching over her and like telling her to go now and direct her to like hide or to take guards out if they walk by or any of that sort of stuff um like i don't really know what to say about it because i kind of got bored of it so i think that says a lot for for me is that it was totally fine for probably about an hour or so and then after another half an hour after that i just kind of got sick of it and i could i felt like this would probably be a fun thing on a phone on a bus for like a little little spurts at a time and then you just kind of get through it sitting down at your pc and just like i'm gonna have a gaming session and you play like an hour and a half of it all at one time i don't necessarily think that's where its strong suits lie but um did you finish episode one no i didn't even finish episode one i feel like i'm probably at the end of it because i got to a point where like it looks like i'm about to move on to the next area i just okay didn't finish it because i missed it when you buy this remastered version do you get like when four and five come out are they going to just be free for you or you buy them yeah i believe you uh when you buy this you buy all five because i got one of three how much is this um, this one, I'll quickly look it up here because I don't know off the top of my head. I feel like it was eight or nine dollars, which is probably a fair okay. price. I actually don't know what the how much it was on iOS though, so that doesn't can't really <laughs> talk about that. Yeah, okay. I think I got it on sale for a dollar the first episode, and then I was wondering like, should I just buy the other ones? They're all a dollar, and I was like, I don't know. no, I think I got the first episode for free. Oh, I don't even. It was so long ago. I haven't played it. Okay. I must have got this on a sale or something. It's actually thirty dollars, which is Whoa. which is kind of insane for what it is. Holy smokes! Okay, a port of an iOS game. Wow. Yeah, that's thirty dollars. Holy smokes! That's kind of insane, but that is insane. That's wow. Okay, and it's not even very good. It's okay. It has some great people like working behind it, like David Hayter and Jennifer Hale are great people for voice acting jennifer hale specifically is amazing and she is i believe the main girl in it so there's that there's uh my biggest problem with this one really is that besides the kind of monotonous gameplay that kind of gets boring after long stretches is that i feel like it thinks it's smarter than it actually is as well where it's like they're doing the 1984 thing of like security systems everywhere. Always like people always watching you a dystopian future where there's kind of like a fascist background going on and all that stuff. But so many things have done that before and done it better. Like, I don't know the book 1984 specifically 
and just I don't know, man. Like they're go they take I think they take the story way too self serious and it's just not well written enough to really be like a work of art with like some great ideas on this subject matter. It's just kind of piggybacking on stuff that people might already have thought about in the past and written better. And that's probably my problem with it is that it doesn't really add anything to the genre. It just kind of does like some weird tropey stuff with it, but not in like a satirical way where it's something original rifting on something, but more kind of like we're just copying this idea and putting like different names in. So, so it's just not interesting. It's just not very it's not interesting, interesting and it's kind of boring. Which okay. and it's thirty dollars, which is amazingly bad. <laughs> that is a bad price. That, that was that was quite a shock. I was expecting like fifteen pops. Fifteen would be probably the maximum a sane person should pay. Yeah. 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 Three dollars an episode. Yep. Like, yeah. I could get behind three dollars an episode. Like it's, yeah, but yeah, man. Is, so what you're telling me is Life is Strange is a better episodic Life game. is Strange. Every time I think back onto my, like, stint with it, that first episode, I want to play the second one. Again. Like, Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait for Life is... Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Great soundtrack. That's, a high, that's an awesome game. Yeah. Episode two. Come on. I hear it's coming end of March, the developers were saying. That's cool. I, I sincerely hope that's true. Is that all you played? Uh, yeah, that's it. Because we have so much news. To go oh, we have all the news to go through. Yeah. So the big thing is G- is GDCs this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then pa- with PAX starting tomorrow, I'm sure next week we'll have a bunch of news as well. Sure. But um, yeah. So I've just been like collecting, and I guess we'll kind of just go through these whatever. I just I have an order here. Big thing from this morning. I woke up to a text message from a buddy saying Rock Band Four announced. Yes. So that's it's coming. It's coming end of the year holiday season. Yep. PS4, Xbox One. They're working to get all the old instruments to work. They're working to get all the old music to go. That over, is which, the most important thing, as well. That's got to that's got to be such a nightmare from like oh like a licensing thing. Yeah. Like how what, wasn't there a thing like we did four thousand over four thousand songs or something like that? It was a lot of songs. It was definitely a lot. I always loved, though, the rock band network because it was like smaller artists that I like. It's like now there's a chance I'm going to get to actually hear or play their Jonathan Colton specifically was one that was just like I was so stoked when I think he had a few songs come out on that. Anamanaguchi had a few. Anamanaguchi had a few songs. And it's like that's like not even a rock band, but it's like whatever. They just they they made it work. Yeah, it's like great. So um are you excited? Are you going to play some Rock Band 4? Is it time? I will definitely buy this and play some Rock Band 4. It is about time. I'm I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty into it too. Um, I'm going to have to buy new instruments. I'm not getting them shipped from Canada. Sure, yeah. Whereas I have them just in the garage. So I will just take those out. <laughs> right. All, all my old instruments though were wired. So it'll be nice having like oh. wireless. Ones. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... I think yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to some Rock Band Four. Um, so th- so they gotta be doing Guitar Hero, right? That's gotta be also coming this this fall. You think? Like we already heard rumors about both. That that could be pretty cool. I could be so, excited for some Guitar Hero. Yeah. I think I think the big question though is with Rock Band um, is are they going to do the subscription model for the songs? Everyone is saying it's the 
like it's the no brainer. You got to do. I it. feel like they should, especially with like these systems now that are n- not only requiring or just like recommending always online m- capabilities. Like it would just make more sense. Let me pay you maybe like ten to twenty dollars a month. And I just have access to your whole library instead of paying you like $50 every two weeks for every song you've released. Or even just like, give me like a six hour session. I'm having a party. Yeah, a party mode. Let me give you, yeah, Yeah. just like, I'll pay you, you know, 15 bucks to have access to everything for the night. Like, that would be great. You buy their rock band, like, big event ticket or something, and it's like 50 bucks for the weekend for 48 hours, and you just have everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I would actually spend 50, 50 bucks, bucks yeah. for the weekend. It would be a lot. That's a bit much. But um, you got to get those licensing deals. I could, deals I could definitely see myself putting down like $20 mm. for like one one night. And then you could get that Take Me to Church song. I don't know the name of the artist or the song name for that at all. I don't even know lyrics to it. Are you, <laughs> are you saying that's going to be in rock band? I'm sure it will be. I can almost guarantee it because that is on the radio all the time and I know nothing about it except for he says at one point take me to church okay <laughs> amazing yeah was, there you go um okay uh moving on to the actual gdc stuff so yeah. they did their award things i thought we could just quickly go Absolutely. down and see who won who won what uh game of the year was uh shadow of mordor sure big surprise that game's great makes sense too uh, be- yeah, yeah. Best debut, uh, Stoic Studios. They did the bon- the Banner Saga. Never played it, but sure. That game's cool. Okay. Innovation Award, uh, Monument Valley. That game is cool too. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm liking all these. I'm liking all of this. Um, best technology, Destiny. I didn't. Play I it. could probably see it because that seems to be the only thing that looks interesting about it. So. Best audio was Alien Isolation. It's really good. Yeah. Best visual art, Monument Valley again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Best narrative, Kentucky Route Zero, Act 3. Act 3's out? Oh, yeah. I haven't even oh, yeah. finished Act 1. <laughs> no, dude, you got it. Kentucky Route Zero is real All good. Right. And 3 specifically, that game is that game is real cool. In fact, I've we've talked on this podcast about Episode 3. so Okay, fair enough. Y- yeah, you you knew that. that. Yeah, we must have just gone right past. Best design, Hearthstone. Sure, I okay. can see it. Best handheld mobile game, Monument God, Valley. they love it. <laughs> It's a good game. I I, sh- I need to play that like bonus level thing. Um, I don't even know what this category means. Audience award, Elite Dangerous. What? Which one's Elite Dangerous again? Elite Dangerous is like the big like VR one where your spaceship. You know, uh, it has Oculus support. Yes, yes. Okay, so I'm guessing yeah. that's like the audience got it got to vote on a ballot or something. Oh, maybe, may- maybe, yeah, maybe it's audience first. Pioneer Award, David. Brabin? I don't even know what that means. Maybe he did something cool. Wait, Pioneer? Oh, cool enough. I don't know who his name is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who this is. Ambassador Award, Brenda Romero. Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, man, it's a Japanese name. Uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi. All right. Uh, all right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just looking That's down it. to see if there was anything else, but that is literally where that ends. Those were the those were the game developer awards. Um, and then there was a ton of like Steam and Valve news. Like that. These, this is the big stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, oh man, let's just let's, let's go through the list. Uh, they announced Steam Link, 
which is going to be a streaming box, much like you know the PlayStation TV, um, for you to stream your computer to a TV to play games on that. So you don't need to have any kind of small computer at the TV. You just need to have the Steam Link. Um, it's going to be available this November, fifty bucks. Along with that, for fifty bucks, Steam Controller. So they released, I guess, the final version of what it's going to be like, or at least a new version. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you remember before, it had the uh, had those two pads. They were basically touchpad analog sticks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was kind of they were kind of like touchpads. Um, they still have those, mm-hmm. uh, but now the left one has a big uh, like uh, detail of a like a D pad. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's now an analog stick below that. Mm-hmm. So it's it sounds like a mess, like when you describe it, but it looks like it's I, functional. It, it looks fine. Yeah, yeah, it looks fine. Like if you think of like you know a 360 controller, but but you know instead of the D pad, there's an analog stick there, and instead of the two analog sticks, there's like big open touchpads. Yeah, so that's kind of what it looks. Like. Yeah, so that's also going to be fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked about Steam Machines, which uh, we hadn't heard about Steam Machines in a while. There's, they, there's going to be a bunch of them yep. released this November, different manufacturers, um, different specs and price points. Um, so not much about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they announced Source 2. It's going to be free to all content developers. Uh, I don't know much about that. That'll that'll probably be a game changer if you think of like what Source did back in the day, just for people making games and stuff. A lot of people use that engine, so I'm just gonna read this sentence in case it means something to anyone. There will also be Vulcan support in Source Two. Um, Dave, Valve has not mentioned any licensing or royalty costs for Source Two yet. I don't know what Vulcan is, but if that if that means something. Mm-hmm. And then the um, they also announced their VR goggles. Yes, the HTC Vive. Yeah, I think because, that's right. Yeah, because um, and they announced this like just before GC, GDC started mm-hmm. at like Mobile Congress, you know, the cell phone convention, mm-hmm. um, where cell phone manufacturer HTC is the de- is the hardware developer for the Vive. Mm-hmm. And Valve's working with them, but that's like the official partner, uh, which is just a weird, a weird mix of stuff going on. Like I'm I know glad. Uh, Samsung, Samsung has Android. What is what is theirs called? What is Samsung's like Android VR? Is that what it's called? Where you put the phone like in the goggles? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Oh, Gear VR, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. So Sam- Samsung has a set of goggles that they're doing similarly, but you slide one of their phones into it, and then you're looking like really close at it. Um, and I guess HTC now is the Vive. Um, and you said you're glad you're... You, I'm happy. You like that. Why, why are you happy about HTC? Not HTC specifically. The fact that a whole bunch of companies are trying to compete with the Oculus because competition only ever helps the consumer. I'm just... It's, this is going to get so expensive if I want to play all the games. Well, I see, the thing is that Valve, like, well, they'll have their partnership with HTC, but they, I really don't think they'll be the type of company to make, like, this only works with HTC because they are also a game store. 
So they want to sell games that work with Oculus as well and stuff like that. So I think they'll still like do games that are like cross compatible with a lot of different stuff. I'm just happy when there is competition in the market and there's no monopoly because it just makes it better for everybody trying to undercut each other. So we got we got Oculus Rift, we got Sony Morpheus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And yeah, we got the Morpheus and um, uh, HTC Vive. Mm-hmm. Samsung's Gear VR, mm-hmm. Microsoft's Hololens, which is not VR; it's a bit different. But I'm sure Microsoft's got to be working on a headset, right? I would like. I kind of hope so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, just back with HTC Vive. Valve has officially announced their Lighthouse room tracking system used with it uh, through two base stations. And I was watching Tested.com's video on it. And I guess the way it works is in order to track your body, there's a there's a little camera that you also set up that fi- that shoots like lasers at you, so it knows where you are and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And there's a specific controller for it that is basically like the Steam controller, but split into two, almost kind of move controller like. Hmm. But there's also like an extra screen on it or something. I I don't I don't remember exactly why that was. Maybe just for but fidelity of where you are sort of thing i think the screen displayed stuff but that oh. makes, seems odd to me because if the headset's on you can't look at the screen yeah so i don't know but i guess they were showing it off and you were in like a small like 15 by 15 room doing these demos and i've just been hearing like the most hyperbolic things ever about the vibe <laughs> like people that are usually just kind of pretty tepid on this was like this is it this is like the one to watch Hmm. So apparently it's doing like a real good job at like, cause they're, they're always like the VR people are always talking about presence, trying to make you like actually feel immersed and whatnot. And I guess this is like the best version of that, the best experience they've had with the VR. Very cool. Cool. Yeah. So I guess we'll see where that goes. Yeah, for sure. And I think they said that's also coming holiday holiday. Um, hmm. So they're, they're coming out fast. Um, but they're also looking into using it for not just, uh, games. Uh, so they're probably going to try other stuff with it too. I guess with it being HTC, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. So what did we cover? Yeah. Uh, steam machines in November steam. Yeah. Controller. (laughs) The wireless adapter. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, Microsoft announced, uh, they did a couple things. First was that a wireless adapter is coming. I'm stoked. For, so you can use Xbox One controllers and any other Microsoft peripherals or future peripherals they mentioned mm-hmm. uh, with their PC. Um, so that's definitely cool. Yep. Um, that, that just means I now have more controllers for my PC, which is great. Because right now I have one wired 360 controller. I'm soaked because I had the 360 wireless receiver before, but that died. The one that was like 60 bucks back when it came out sort of thing for my PC. And I loved it because my PC is right beside my TV. And so they're hooked up. Oh, okay. But then that way I had the wireless controller. I could play my PC games on my TV. But now I have a wired controller because that died. So I'm excited to get a new dongle to get all that then you're gonna have to get a new controller yeah i'm totally fine with that this controller okay. has problems with it <laughs> and then and then whenever you get an xbox one you already got a controller you got two now there you go yeah so 
Uh, they also announced that there's going to be cross-buy for the Xbox and Windows 10, which seems to make sense since they're trying to make Windows 10 actually a store and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that. This one, um, I guess this is. I guess the question is, does does this excite you? Mm-hmm. Wolfenstein: The Old Blood was announced. Yep. Which is a standalone uh, prequel, May fifth, twenty dollars. Are you wanting some more Wolfenstein? Absolutely. Definitely. Because you, you really liked it, right? I really, really loved it. Yeah, I'm so yeah. excited. This is just making me like, I gotta go find a console version of that because my computer could not run that game. Yeah. Um, and, and you're glad it's like a, like a prequel or what would you... Is this, is this good? I mean... No spoilers towards the ending of Wolfenstein. I mean, um, it, did, it doesn't really matter. Like, uh, any standalone thing. Just more into that world would be great. A prequel maybe wouldn't be as, like, great as I think... Well, it depends when the prequel said. Like, because the beginning... This isn't really spoilers for the for Wolfenstein, but the beginning, like, title card thing is that you're in the war and then you get blacked out because of a thing that happens and then the game kind of starts when you wake up and it's years later or months later or whatever the war is over and germany won right and like that's the premise yeah so if it took place between that where germany was winning and like things are slowly becoming nazi-ish and just people they could do so many cool things with it oh so maybe maybe play it somewhere else yeah i don't know if i would like it as much if it was like after wolfenstein happened i I think there's so there is a trailer i didn't watch it um but i I haven't watched uh, it yet either set before the fall of the allies wolfenstein the new old sorry the old blood we'll see bj blaskowitz infiltrating castle castle wolfenstein nice as he does perfect all right i'm in uh yeah, PC, PS4, Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's coming in a couple months. All right, this next new story you put down. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain information was finally released. So we got a release date and pricing. It's going to be a standard price, obviously, for like the regular version, but there will be a limited edition version that comes with a whole bunch of stuff, which I'm going to have to look up to get all of it right. But basically, the big thing will be like a little arm like snakes robotic cyborg arm sort of thing it's probably not going to be very big but so what you'll get wait when did snake get a robot well that's what the phantom pain is is that like he lost his arm i'm guessing because of that blast that happens at the end of ground zeros oh right okay maybe yeah so yeah and he's all bloody yeah exactly yeah He's like rubbing blood on his face. So there's going to be two uh, special editions for purchase, the day one edition and the collector's edition. The day one edition will give you a physical map by the looks of it. Oh, oh, awesome. Sweet. (laughs) Along. I like maps, whatever. Along with some DLC, Adam Scott, special handgun, uh, personal ballistic shield, silver cardboard box, wetland. There are different boxes that you can buy for DLC because of course there is. Oh my god. Oh, um blue urban snake. Wouldn't that be more obvious? Like <laughs> you would th- Who put this silver box here? <laughs> who is not like <laughs> like Oh man, there's a whole bunch of boxes here. I'm going to check under the silver one cuz I've never seen that around. Oh, it's just a box. Walk by. <laughs> just, yeah, like that's such a bad idea, but I guess the, those guards are dumb. You know, Remember the box trailer, like at E3 or whatever it was? Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. 
an entire trailer, like this whole, like there's hundreds of thousands of people watching you and you make an entire trailer about a box. That's great. It, that was hilarious. It really, really is. Yeah. If people haven't seen that, they got to look that up. Yeah, for sure. Um. Okay. So Metal Gear Online XP Boost and Blue Urban Snake Costume Fatigues. That's for the Day 1 Edition. The Limited Collector's Edition will give you a half-scale replica of Snake's Bionic Arm. That's so dumb. <laughs> Just saying is it. There, is there a picture in these links you gave? Okay, in the first link, I'll give it to the chat as well. There is actually a video in full Japanese of Kojima playing with it while talking about it on like a... With the arm? Yeah, he's like playing with it. But, oh, I can. Oh, I see it in the corner there. It's all red. Yeah, it's so good. He's just. I wish I could understand what he was saying because, like, he's just playing around with the arm and showing off what comes in the collector's edition. So, um, you know what he's probably saying? He's probably saying, "Look at this badass <laughs> arm. You know, you want to buy it." You know what he's probably saying is that stupid Americans will buy anything. Watch as I sell them a plastic arm. <laughs> Yeah, he's just telling the guy, look like this is, just pretend like this is fun. Yeah, yeah. Pretend like it's fun. Enjoy this arm. Yeah, exactly. I've, I fucking love Kojima. <laughs> that guy is batshit insane. He was great. Once again, and I know I say this every few months, if you want to see the best company photo, look up <laughs> Kojima Productions company photo or whatever it is. Yeah. Of like the top CEOs, like there's 11 of them or something on the roof. Just looking like baller as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be a great company to work for if you were Japanese and could understand what they wanted from you. Um, or if you weren't Japanese, like, you know, inclusion. Sure. I mean, as long as you could understand what they're saying, I guess you could yeah. probably apply to work. Uh, whatever. Go apply and work for them. Who cares? Uh, I'm excited for the behind the scenes documentary. It's kind of the same thing. I think that they did with the special edition, the limited edition that was everywhere of metal gear solid four that came with that blu-ray with like some making of stuff. I thought that was you real so, cool. So I'm excited for more of that exclusive packaging. I don't know what the hell they mean. I think they mean it comes in one of those steel books, like the cases, the, fake steel maybe that or it's just a different cover or it's a different cover it is probably that either way so like it's like it's just his another like his face again yeah remember the cover for metal Solid 4 was just old ass snake's face yep smoking a cigar or a cigarette i do remember yep okay. dude there's there's three cardboard have- boxes you could buy you could buy rocky terrain all-purpose dryland or wetland you can buy all three of those boxes. Those are box types? Yeah, those are box types you can buy. <laughs> what was the first one again? The first one, Rocky Terrain. So What like what does that mean? It pro- like it's better on Rocky Terrain? It probably looks, looks like, like Rocky it probably Terrain. looks like a rock. <laughs> okay. And then Wetland? What does that look I like? I don't know. I'm so excited to find out. Like a, a swamp? Like, does it work better in a swamp? Is that what they're saying? Or is it like... Good lord, I hope so. Or does it have, like, reeds and stuff? And, like, those cattail things? Oh, it's even worse. It actually just looks like a box with, like, some wallpaper wrapped around it. So... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is it just, like... Is this on the second link? Yeah, on the second link, at the very, very bottom of, like, that article, there's a little picture. Blow it up. And it's on the right side there. Okay, there's that stupid-ass arm. Yeah, there's that arm. Where's the box? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The box is literally... It's not even like they covered the whole thing no. in, in 
like wallpaper. It's a box <laughs> with like a like a ribbon around it of camouflage. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like what? I need this collector's edition so bad. So dumb. What are the prices? We have yeah. Prices on so this? the um, as far as I can tell, the price for the regular edition will be the same price as any game. So sixty dollars for you guys and seventy for us here in Canada because we suck, and a hundred dollars for the collector's edition uh, in North America and a hundred pounds in Europe. Sucks to be. Europe. Europe, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be like probably like 130 maybe for you or something. Yeah. Oh, and the release dates are on console. They will be out September 1st, and that's on PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and I think that was it. I just want to double check here. Yeah, I got another date in the, in the dock. Yeah, and there's also uh, for September 15th, it's Steam. So the Steam okay. one comes out two weeks later. I wonder if they're going to do, because for Ground Zeroes, there was a whole big like difference in pricing. If you got just digital, it was like $10 cheaper. Mm. I wonder if they're going to do that again. Yeah, so for if you get the collector's edition, you have to get it on console and in-store for all the, like, the physical items. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, otherwise you'll just buy the digital one, and if you buy the digital like day one edition or whatever they call the collector's edition, you'll get all the DLC stuff and all that stuff, but you obviously won't get mailed an arm because that's a little creepy and expensive for them. So, right. Yeah. No, but I'm just wondering if you just get like the normal edition, but just the digital, if it'll be cheaper, like they did for, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. That would be cool. Actually. Well, this is a free, the full free game because ground zeros was kind of almost like a, demo <laughs> it was real short like it real small right so but it's still one of the few times like i think that's like the biggest game i've seen where they've had such a difference in price for sure yeah so um okay and then the last one was just uh the uh march playstation plus games were announced and also they're already available is this week so that was just kind of a late announcement mm-hmm. but i just wanted to go through the list because there's some real good games uh, Ollie Ollie 2, welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's out and it's free, so that's great. PlayStation Plus giving us brand new games for free. That's on PlayStation 4 and Vita. Mm-hmm. Valiant Hearts, The Great War on PS4. I heard real great stuff about that. And I played a bit of the first episode on the uh, iOS. I quite enjoyed that. Cool. Oddworld New and Tasty on PS4. Counter Spy, PS4 and PS3. Okay. Papo EO PS3 mm-hmm. and Sherlock Holmes Crimes and Punishment on PS3. I'm gonna finally be able to play it. I'm so excited. Are you, are you gonna? Play I'm gonna it play it. Yeah, you're gonna play it. Okay, I can't wait to hear it's about free, Sherlock Holmes. So why not? Crimes and Punishment. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Okay, I can't believe there's that many Sherlock Holmes games. That's like number seven or something. Yeah, that's great. That's so good. Um. Okay, anyways, uh, that's it for news. Yeah. Uh, let's go on to a little bit of questions before finishing this up. Yeah, let's do it. If you wanted to send in questions, you could do so at topdownperspective at gmail.com or on Twitter at TDP Podcast, or you can even go to Facebook. I've made, I made a post there for last week saying I want to make it a personal oath, a challenge, if you will, to try to update the Facebook <laughs> with the links to the podcast a little bit more. But... You could still do that. Go to facebook.com slash top down perspective. All right. This first one's a bit long because um, it's more of like, it's more of just kind of like uh, something he wanted to bring to our attention. Stephen wrote, 
okay, so for quite some time now, developers have been working on an emulator known as Citra for the Nintendo 3DS. Okay. Did you know about this? Actually, I heard one of my friends was talking about it last weekend, and I had no idea what he was talking about, so I'm excited to know now. Okay. Yeah, so for people who don't know, this project is completely open source, meaning anyone can contribute to it. Just under two months ago, the team posted a video showing Ocarina of Time uh, 3DS running in the emulator, Mm -hmm. making it the first ever successful 3DS emulator. The emulator was even able to get in-game, although at extremely slow speeds. Now, only two months later, tremendous progress has been made. Citra is now able to boot into several games, including Cave Story 3DS, uh, some virtual console titles, and Majora's Mask. Wow. Okay. But most importantly of all, thanks to uh, an experimental version of Citra from user T. Farley, Citra can now run Ocarina of Time 3D at near full speed. Okay. Also, noteworthy is that some of the Citra developers have also worked on the Dolphin emulator. Oh, sorry, actually, he sent in a second email, small correction. Uh, Citra Project is not actually associated with Dolphin. Um, and they're accepting doma- says, donations then, to help. There's, Yeah, uh, and you know you can look more about it on their official site, which is uh, Citra-EMU. Citra is spelled C-I-T-R-A-EMU.org, mm-hmm. if people are interested. I just thought this was kind of cool to mention because I had never heard about it before. How do you feel um, about emulation? Uh, you know, I'm all, I, I think people should pay money for games. Yeah. Um, but from an archival standpoint, we kind of need it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I definitely agree. So I want to be able to play old games forever. So mm-hmm. there's that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. One thing I didn't know is that speed was ever an issue. I thought it was just, you either didn't have the game working or it was, you got it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I never, I never really knew. It was like we got it running at like near almost perfect speed. I didn't know that was even a, a thing. Hmm. I don't really look into emulation that much though. But yeah, there's that. So huh? Yeah, I never would have thought about that either. Um, and then uh, our next question uh, from Michael writes: What would you like to see in Rock Band Four? They've all, they're already so, doing it. Backwards compatibility, one hundred percent. That's it. Well, it's not going to be 100%, man. I know. They couldn't even do that for each one of their games. I know. It was, it was always like 95%. Yeah. The, is there is there a song that you're like, I, w- I want this song to be in there? Take Me to Church. Regardless, <laughs> that's, not, that's not your answer. It is my answer, because maybe I'll finally learn what that song's called. <laughs> that's probably what you it's even, called. I'm trying to think what's a song I would love to see in there. Um... I, I don't know because normally I would have said like some Anamanaguchi stuff, but we we got see that, that's the problem is that so many songs that I would have said are actually there if they backwards compatibility it. So I guess just more chiptune stuff. Chipsel Chipsel's got a lot of bass that could be like some drum stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what about some yeah, Nicki Minaj, know. some Anaconda? These need to be rock songs. What are you doing? <laughs> I guess basically what I'm saying is I hope they do some like DJ hero peripheral combination with rock band. Oh, dude, don't even get started. That is a separate topic. <laughs> DJ hero three. I want that to happen. I want to bust out my renegated version. I have two turntables for the Wii. I have three DJ hero turntables. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's not ridiculous. They were selling. What was it? 
EB Games was selling DJ Hero 1 with two turntables <laughs> for like $6. Yeah. And it's like, who's not going to buy You're that? You're losing money if you don't buy it, really. Exactly. Like, from like an academic standpoint, I need those. Those will show up in John's museum. They will, along with the Wii Mini. <laughs> Which, oh, right. By the way, someone sent in a poorly photoshopped image of John's museum. I just wanted to give a shout out. Let me get the guy's name. Um, Len. His name was Len. I think his name's Len. Is this in the email? Anyway, this is in the email. Okay, I'm going to pull it later um, and I'll tweet it from the top down perspective twitter so make sure you follow tdp podcast if you want to see that if you want to see this poorly photoshopped <laughs> image and i mean like re- like really poorly photoshopped but hey thank you it says the john wheeler museum and emporium in uh, uh memoriam of sean booker which i don't was that a thing no it wasn't that- oh no, no there okay. was in memoriam but it wasn't of sean booker oh wait no it totally was because we talked about was that it? on a, one of the weekends where you couldn't make it and we said that he died so his his museum is now named after you kind of oh okay. i, I, I don't even fucking know <laughs> This thing has gotten so out of hand to the point where he actually bought a Wii Mini that it's amazing. Eventually, he'll have that museum. He already has it! (laughs) His apartment. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's it. Um, That's it, yeah. So, once again, if people want to send in questions next week, topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, or the Facebook group. We collect everything from there. Yep. From all those places. Um... What's your game of the week? Trials Fusion. I did not see that coming. What's my game of the week? Majora's Mask. That, yeah, that's probably a good answer. Yeah. Yeah, because like I'm not really enjoying Kirby. Desert golfing, like unless something bananas happens, is never going to be the game of the week. Right. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, Majora's Mask. That was a fun game. Glad I played that. Uh, so we'll see everyone again next week. Thanks for tuning in. John will be back. We'll talk all about PAX East. Um, are you planning to watch any of PAX East this weekend? Like the panels? Uh, yeah, probably. Oh, we have a last minute thing here. Max is closed. EA shut down Maxis. Oh, yeah, that's right. Should yeah. we make mention of that? In, um, Goodbye, Maxis. In Emeryville, which is like a, really close to where I live. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where their that's where the studio is. Emeryville. Yeah. Um. So they're dead now. Maxis, people don't know the developers of the Sim, Sim City City game. Yeah. Um. The, yeah, that most recent one that everyone got upset about. Yeah, um, you're so right. Support them, but yeah, Maxis has closed. Did you have a game that you love from them, Sim City? Maybe. I don't think I've played anything from Maxis. Okay, that's totally fair. Yeah. Okay. Not remember, not a giant PC gamer. So sure. Um. Rest in peace, Sims. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Uh, yo, I was asking, are you going to watch any PAX East stuff? Uh, I'll see what I can catch when I'm not doing something, for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm probably pretty busy. But I think John's having a panel. I don't think they're live streaming it for anybody who was wondering. I'm pretty sure that's what he said on Twitter at some point. So, yeah, I don't even know when his panel is. Um, Dude, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. His shirt's finished selling. I'm get- That's showing up next week on that shirt. Cool. We should, we should all just wear it on the show. Or not. Anyway, okay. We'll be back next week. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you.